What's up, Dirty Benches? I'm JD. And I'm Patty Popcorn. And we are the host of the Old Dirty Benches podcast. If you came here to listen to two women shoot the shit and talk about stuff we are not qualified to talk about, then you're at the right podcast. On ODB, we talk about white-collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to $600 billion every year. Unacceptable. White-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube, and don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. So gives us a listen. as it were the kernels of truth yeah man comical funnies <laughs> fluent in sarcasm <laughs> that's your that's, that's me that's your my bio <laughs> <laughs> i know man we're recording by the way i this figured is, this is all dirty benches um, hello hello it's JD. back again yes another episode still talking uh superhero <laughs> power I am literal, not on purpose. <laughs> yeah, especially reading <laughs> names and words. Oh my God, I'm so bad. <laughs> and I am witty banter. <laughs> That's your superpower. Oh my gosh. I know, we were just talking about this at work, actually, because there's another person at work that's extremely literal, too. Like, if you say something, they take you it exactly like you said it. I <laughs> There's a spectrum, yeah, exactly. I am on a spectrum for uh, literal speak. If you tell me something, I'm probably going to take it exactly how you said it. Do not say go jump off a cliff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm so bad because sometimes I'll I'll get instruction and then I'll be like, all right, meeting ended, and then I take off and then I'm like, wait a minute, do they mean I should actually do that or <laughs> Are that they... just like a way of a saying figuratively? Something. Yeah, so then I'll call back and I'll be like, you know, when you said this, did you mean this or that? And they're like, oh my god, like I can't help <laughs> did it. Do you mean do the laundry <laughs> or? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome oh my gosh because communication is hard like you think it is think like you and they don't no we all have like our like own i said like but what does that mean yeah yeah way the way we interpret things can be <laughs> totally different from one person to the and next men and women whoosh oh yeah what totally 100 percent. Mm-hmm. how did that even happen i know <laughs> so sex that's how <laughs> <laughs> otherwise i'd be like i have no interest in what you're saying what i don't know what you're trying to tell me oh my gosh I god threw that in there so we would have to talk to each other that's what i say for real so on that note why collar my collar <laughs> nothing to do with communication at all no no communication in fact there was not a lot of good communication going on in this episode another house crafting oh yeah uh breaking news
I'll plug it okay. in. I'll plug it in. <laughs> Not Conrad. Conrad no. won't do it. Again, Conrad. He's been falling down on the job. I know, man. I'm really I'm There might be an opening for a producer. <laughs> <over>. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is a new bagel place opened up locally. Oh. Yes. So uh, replacing uh, the one that closed down and someone was living inside eating the food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and this is, is in. It good? I don't know. We're actually going to go there today. It just opened up last week. They had a two-hour line waiting outside. What kind of bagels are these? Crack. I know. Crack I don't. <laughs> I don't know, but they're. Uh, I believe they're boiled bagels and boiled. Yeah, I'm sorry. What? Those are good bagels. Hours for a boiled bagel? Yeah, I seen the pictures online all the way down the sidewalk. People were waiting for two plus hours to get into this place. I'm sorry. And enjoy your bagel, everyone. In honor of Pride Month, it's owned by a gay couple. Oh, good. Yes. So we will be going there to support them. Can you like order ahead? I didn't see anywhere when I looked on their website where you could do that. Maybe at one what point they will, Dorda? but <laughs> have to pay extra for someone else to stand in line for you. I don't know if they have that uh, like available yet. I'm not sure because they just opened. So huh. do you want to say the name of this place? I think it's called Howdy Bagels. So Howdy Howdy Bagels. All yeah. right, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait to hear. We are going to go try it today. So you're going to go stand in line. Hopefully, there is no line. Hopefully, the line is. Dwindled. But yeah, if there is one, I will Look gladly stand up. in it. So <laughs> I will gladly for five minutes and then <laughs> I'm done. Get, and get distracted and go somewhere else. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah. So uh that is our housecrafting. Um howdy bagel. So white collar crime, very interesting stuff. Today, and uh Gladys had sent this to me. We are going to be talking about Tracy Hudsana, very interesting individual. I totally uh, had not heard about her story until you had mentioned. She seems awful. Yeah. And I went to go look her up. And then, of course, there's an American Greed episode on Tracy that you can go watch. Of course, who's Tracy? What does she do? Interestingly enough. Yeah, nothing good. And it sounds to be uh, an issue from the time that she was a little kid. According to her sister, she's been stealing from the time she was a young girl. In American Greece, she actually mentioned where she had stolen a bike as a kid. She mentioned that she she's great. fearless as an adolescent and just would basically do anything and everything. So Tracy, of course, denies her sister's account of her uh, adolescence, but... I don't know. It kind of fits. So let's talk about Tracy. So we believe her. <laughs> we believe you've always been a piece of shit. <laughs> you sold us. So uh, basically, Tracy's been dubbed a serial con artist, and she's been accused and found guilty of stealing more than a million dollars from NBA star Jason Kidd's ex-wife, Jamana Kidd, which that's who the American Greed episode is on. I don't know if you, did you go out and look at Tracy's YouTube channel called Homeless Millionaires? <laughs> no. Did you go? Yeah, very uh-uh. interesting stuff. Uh, she's also the owner or was the owner of a concierge company, which was bogus called Elite Lux Life. And uh, they show that on the YouTube channel where they're taking trips to all of these cool places like these vacations. So supposedly they were saying that she was married to this ex-NFL player and they run the business together. But when I was 
like first doing the notes for this episode, it looked like they weren't legally married. So I'm not sure if they were if they had actually gone through the whole process and uh, made it official, because the way Google was showing it was that she was still married to her first husband. So I don't know. We don't know what people are doing. No. But she's got a long list of identity fraud and conning people. Uh, <laughs> we just know she's a scumbag. That's all. <laughs> she, she apparently, before everything happened with um, Jamana, she had been released from prison like five years earlier. Um, she had wrote some bad checks to buy a car. Lots of bad checks in her uh, in her history. She had a problem using uh, credit cards fraudulently. I guess there was at one point where she got 40 months and was paroled in 1999. After that, she had gotten married and apparently she frequently moved uh one of her old friends had said it would be like every three months and so she's got like this long history of being accused and found guilty of white collar crime so she's just freaking shady yes apparently hey you know what i think he'd be a great assistant (laughs) yeah Yeah, uh you mean where's my wallet though (laughs) yeah she's She's been up to no good for a little while. I was reading in 2007 that she had hired like two employees that didn't exist. And actually, uh, like she created these people, totally fictional, (laughs) and starts taking their paychecks. And it had amounted to like $168,000. And then... um, So kind of like money laundering, but through fake people? Yeah, essentially like that. Mm -hmm. And she's just collecting the funds. But she ends up stealing like... (laughs) Almost a half a million dollars. So uh, she gets charged while she's out on bond during that time. She commits more (laughs) identity theft. Like, she can't stop, man. Tracy is like, I just need more. I think she should probably just, like, throw herself on the, you know, like, I have a problem, obviously. Yeah. I'd believe it. Yeah. And even, like, in this case on American Greed with Jamana, um... It was kind of interesting. Well, it's like kind of diabolical because she was like friends with her. Yes, Again, another yes. one that's like, but we're friends. <laughs> As she's like pickpocketing her. Yeah, at the same time. It was kind of crazy. I mean, so in the instance where um, she was committing the fraud in 2007, she actually got sentenced to six years, but then got released early for good behavior, right? So when she gets out. See, she clearly thrives in prison. She's good behavior i think she strives in prison she strives in both environments whether she's out or in yeah so when she gets out of prison she kind of hooks up with some of her old friends they're willing to help her out because she's kind of down on her luck at this point right she's trying to re-enter society and of course she's making it look like she's trying to make positive gains in her life like change things around so the friends are feeling kind of sorry for her so in fact one of them like sets her up in this like condo that she owns but of course, she ends up taking advantage of her during that period of time. But that's when she meets Daryl and they start like I think they met in 2014 or something and they fall in love. And of course, Daryl has his own record of fraud. So they kind of go in together, create this fa business, you know, Dark the lovers. <laughs> <laughs> the homeless millionaires thing kicks off, you know, and somehow they're making money, but it's all through fraud. It's none of their stuff that they've made legitimately. 
So then uh, she meets Jomana in 2015. And Jomana had just moved out there uh, to Los Angeles with her kids because she had been diagnosed with breast cancer. Which was horrible. Like so you're she hearing a story. Help yes. Because she was going through all this stuff. Correct. And here comes this POS. <laughs> so she's like, I can help you. So another mutual friend supposedly introduces Tracy to Jamana. And I was like, how did that friend know her? Which, of course, is we don't know. We don't know how she knows Tracy or like what sort of relationship she had with Tracy. But she in- introduces Tracy to Jamana. And Jamana is like extremely impressed with Tracy when she first meets her, as one would be with a con artist, right? Because they're going <laughs> to sell themselves like they're gold, you know, and it sounds like Tracy's charismatic, very good communicator, you know, is able to to articulate herself very well based off of what everybody has said. And then she does have some knowledge, you know, like, I mean, she's worked at some good jobs when she was doing, like, legit work. Uh So according to Jamana, Tracy speaks two languages, has this impressive (laughs) resume. and bullshit. (laughs) And I kind of felt bad. she's probably just like, I need help. She does, right? She's got, like, this disease. So she's trying to get treated. She's got her kids, you know, that she's still trying to raise. Yeah. So here comes Tracy. She looks impressive. Just like anybody else probably would have been like, you're hired. And to (laughs) Jomana, she's like, well, you know, I'm not going to do this background check because she can go out on. sure you're fine. Yeah. Well, she says on the American Greed episode, I went out online and she's got like this concierge company, you know, which is ELL and then her other stuff. So it looks like she's making her own money. So there wasn't anything really to look no into. Flags. Yes, there was no flags there. So uh, Tracy's basically charging Jamana. I think it was something like a little over $2,000 a month for her assistance. <laughs> Above board. But then... <laughs> yeah. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Which really is a deal because it's going to be like 8000 a month. Yeah. I mean, like for it sounded like she was like doing a lot of stuff for Jamana, like taking care of the kids when she needed, or you know, kind of like a girl Friday school stuff. Yeah. Like all of that kind of thing. So and, you know, Jamana says it in the episode like i thought i was getting a good deal like and here's this person here that we i we go everyone you know it, had a relationship with good to be true my kids You're had a relationship screwed. with yeah uh, i mean that ugh. yes they kind of refer to her as like a second mom and then jamana says that tracy is trying to get close to her like almost like a friend like a friendship at one point tracy invites jamana to vegas to celebrate her engagement to daryl and jamana says that she feels bad because it looks like tracy's paying for everything like she's paying for everybody's drinks oh she is this hotel room like all this stuff at the clubs at one point because Jamana's feeling bad, she decides to pay for everybody's breakfast, like, on the day that she's flying back home. So, uh, I guess there was, like, this chase card that Jamana um, finds that's in her name that Tracy had actually opened up. And Tracy's been spending, like, a lot of money on it. Like, I think it was, like, up to $300,000. So, Jamana confronts Tracy and basically is like, do you know what this is? And at first, Tracy doesn't say anything, but then she comes back and is, like, crying. She can confesses and apologizes to Jamana for uh, opening the card up and using the money. And at this point, Jamana looks at that like, oh, wow, she just like came out and confessed to me. And she looks at 
at that as a positive, which to me was really interesting that Tracy had done that instead of trying to stick to a denial and then just like disappear. She comes back and pleads Shimana to forgive her and I'll pay you back. And Jemana agrees not to go Here's to the police. $20. Put that towards my 300000 <laughs> Yeah. Which I, I mean, the 300000 I was like, I don't, I guess because she saw that Tracy had this other business, was thinking that she would be able to come up with the funds and then I don't have to continue to pay her because she owes me all this money. She's just going to work for it, you know? Uh, so she agrees not to get the police involved. They draft up this agreement and they both sign it that Tracy's going to pay her back this money and Jamana continues to keep Tracy employed. Yeah, she just found like the perfect sucker because what? Well, I don't know. Yeah, no. I found that really surprising because, I mean, Jamana seems like a really nice nice person and like too nice tracy like very much took advantage of that but you know jamana starts figuring out that tracy has been stealing from her continuously throughout that time period and um has been assuming her identity and and you know she has an investment manager and stuff that kind of helps her piece everything together because uh, tracy's been working as jamana's assistant right so she has access to everything yes and you be like piecing it together after the three hundred thousand. like i mean i would hope what? so but yeah like it seemed like once she confessed she kind of just like let it go and didn't look further into it which what and it does sound too like jamana's um investment manager was kind of like no you know like i disagree but jamana was like well let me handle it that kind of thing you know so i i do think again she- the perfect person for her yeah and that's and jamana kind of says that in the episode is like she knew the kind of person that i was you know and and worked me over so uh, you know i think tracy obviously has a long history of of taking advantage of people Mm -hmm. and conning them and probably picked up on the fact that jamana was really nice and that she probably could manipulate her you know and then work it that way so she can continue because it by the end, she basically had made Jamana the assistant, and Tracy was Jamana. Like she had taken complete control over her right. account. She was dipping into all her shit. Mm-hmm. She was in her email. Yeah, because she had forged a power of attorney. I mean, Tracy had complete control of like her bank accounts, her investments, like all that stuff. She had managed to do that in the short period of time that she was working for Jamana. And then she had like said that her credit score had gotten down to 400, which is horrible. It's like poor credit, but that's because Tracy was out there like living the life. Yeah, spending money on all these credit cards, like draining her accounts. Freaking lock your shit down. People, <laughs> I felt really bad for her, you know, like just understanding how much she had been taking advantage of. I mean, Tracy had taken the money out of the kids' college funds that Jamana had been saving. Um, she opened a freaking restaurant, <laughs> yeah. And what was interesting, right? So, like, it was called Thieves, just kidding, <laughs> yeah. You know, it was crazy. So, Jamana and her accountant, they decide to go to these investigators in New York um, in 2019. 
And they start digging through all of Jomana's accounts and looking into Tracy, finding out that she's got like this long history as a serial con artist. Um, they come up with like this whole presentation, but they also find out that Tracy's like been duplicating a lot of Jomana's purchases, which makes it difficult to kind right. of separate what Jomana's totally, doing. Like totally diabolical. Yes. I mean, Tracy was shopping. Shadowing her. Same grocery stores. Yeah, so she can't tell. Utilities. Like, oh, I didn't go here. I doctor's office all of that was the same yeah because it would be hard to separate the two (laughs) it would be hard to separate the two i mean she had really bamboozled her during this time i had not ever thought about something like that until watching this episode because you're not a diabolical (laughs) i mean i'm not a con artist but just hearing like the steps and the measures that she took to cover her tracks so it would be more difficult for somebody to investigate her yep and figure it out so the investigators in new york decide well here's our presentation they show the ags over there and to your point uh (laughs) i mean tracy had marketed herself as like the founder of this lifestyle brand right (laughs) it was called mimic (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) and of course using jamana's money she had spent a large amounts of cash i mean she went to luxury hotels, uh, her and Daryl, um, and what I understand, her kids went on these cool vacations. She bought a lot of jewelry. They were constantly going to nightclubs, um, renting out these places. Um, and then, as you had pointed out, she opens up a restaurant with Jomana's money that's called uh, Breakfast Bitch. First, it's open up in San Diego. And then she later on opens up a second location in Phoenix, Arizona, because it's doing well. And <laughs> Which, you know, it was crazy. I was like watching that and I actually thought it sounded like similar to Biscuit Bitch, which is located here in Seattle. And Biscuit Bitch, we've been going there since we first moved out here. So I think when we first had moved out here, they had two locations, but then they, they were doing so well over the years they had opened up two more. So the owner, she had a total of four, but her original one had opened up like in the early 2000s. So I don't know if any of that was stolen or anything, but I just kind of found that interesting because that was immediately it's very similar. Yeah, yeah where her. my mind went. Now, the uh, two of the stores have actually closed down during COVID. Is so she bitch? she's or back down to... To the two, which we go every month. Crazy. It's just crazy because, like, uh, she has this popular breakfast spot that she used Jomana's money to invest and open up these restaurants. <laughs> so it's kind of like Jomana's restaurant. Right. <laughs> but I guess I was reading that. So she, of course, no longer has control of uh, one of the restaurants, the one in Phoenix, Arizona, which I think they had said that it had opened up inside of uh, a well-known hotel in November 2020. Uh, like, she should have been giving all that money to her. To... Tr- to Jamana? I know. Yes. Well, and then, so Jamana says that she had known that she had opened up some sort of business, but she thought that Tracy was using her own money to uh, open up said but, uh, business, but then when the investigators had looked into everything, realized that it was actually Jamana's money that she had used to open up these businesses. So, in uh, May of 2020, Tracy actually pleads not guilty to the charges once the AG's office catches up to her. Um, I would like to point out that she had been hiding out in Arizona and they found her and she was apparently uh, walking down a sidewalk or something and they spotted her because they were looking for her. They had a warrant out for her arrest and she actually took off on foot down an alleyway. (laughs) They had to catch up to her to arrest her. (laughs) 
which I thought was crazy. But yeah, so she pleads not guilty in 2021. Then in 2022, she reverses, strikes a deal, and pleads guilty. So at first, the terms of her agreement were not clearly known. Jamana at that time delivered an impact statement at her sentencing. And then she was sentenced to 51 months. In addition to her prison term, Tracy was sentenced to three years of supervised release once she comes out. She was further ordered to forfeit $1,148,759.28 and then also had to pay restitution in that same amount. She pleaded guilty to wire fraud. Jamana was actually sitting in the courtroom during the trial and Tracy said the following. You're dumb. <laughs> Tracy said in a You're quote. You're too nice. I am very sorry to Miss Kid for violating the trust. I will pay her back. <laughs> and You can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> I would gladly pay you Tuesday for all your money today. And she said, I will continue to move forward with honesty <sighs> and integrity. Why now, though? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, she said she told the judge that she was going to stay out of trouble once released. She still got those restaurants. They're going. So I just looked it up. <laughs> So she reported to prison on April 13th. Uh, what is interesting to me is she has a long history of this type of crime. Yeah. So she's a serial con artist. To, I mean, I'm not really about keeping people in prison for long periods of time. And I'm not even sure that prison's actually helping her because it seems like she goes gets out and then goes right, back to like doing the same camp. shit. Yeah, like, like a little respite. She makes some friends. She uh, might even be like plotting her next con. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it because like she gets in there, comes out, uh, lands on her feet, establishes a new plan, gets it going, and then takes advantage of somebody else. So the 51 months, I'm, you know, I know she said that she's going to fly right when she gets out, but I kind of don't believe her just because of... Oh. Her record, her track record's not very good. <laughs> I think she should have to sell those restaurants and give Jamana the money. I I agree. I mean, and I don't know what the still going their or like yes. give her the profits. Yeah, I don't know what the agreement was with the AG's office and the Jamana sure. needs counseling. What are you doing? Yeah, Jamana, um, you're super nice. You're too nice. And I feel bad because Tracy took advantage of her and she's probably now got her guard up and stuff, but Well, maybe that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's okay to be mean to people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bitch is actually a good word. <laughs> Tracy's not a nice person. That wow, what can we learn? I learned that if I had an assistant, I would have a different email. That they could not access my real email. Yeah. Uh, Who else has done that? I feel like. I mean, she had. It was um, Mr. Fox. Remember? He was oh, yeah. Email. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But that was the FBI or whatever. She gave all their passwords. Yeah. So. That he was working I'm sorry, for. sorry. That was different. Because he was a secret <laughs> agent or whatever. So. You just can't trust anyone. Do you really know who you're living with? I say nay. <laughs> nay, nay. <laughs> That could be a, it could be a serial killer. You don't know. You don't know. I'm just kidding, honey. Okay. <laughs> um, Not you, though. <laughs> you shining star. You are the greatest. Yeah. My rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one was just kind of crazy. Uh, 
just sad. all these are sad listening to the whole story these shithead people that can just blatantly lie i just could not do it yeah and i was curious too like about the whole daryl thing like where's he at because there's no mention of him now like that she got caught and in trouble i couldn't really find anything on him so i'm not even like sure what he's up to but do you think he knew she was just oh i think he did wouldn't you be mildly curious, like, huh, why are you getting all this money to go clubbing and whatnot? Yeah, like, I mean. Oh, I have my lifestyle brand. <laughs> she was, like, working at this assistant, so he could have thought maybe that the money was coming from that. But, you know, I she have a hard time. time. I know. As an assistant. Yes. Uh, I have a hard time believing that he didn't or wasn't aware of what was going on. Yeah, I don't believe but, anyone. I'm yeah. I'm very jaded now. Yeah, I mean. Don't trust anyone. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> and scene. Yeah, that, See you next time. That was our white collar uh, <laughs> crime episode on Tracy Hudsona. She's now in prison. She has started her I wonder, where's she at? I don't know if it's if I've seen is it on any of my notes. Uh, yeah, I don't know if she's in the they same prison They could be like a girl gang. Oh, they could be. What if she took all their money? That'd be a great. A few con artists just hanging out together, doing um, exercise Crying. class. <laughs> getting better abs <laughs> getting better abs and like i said uh elizabeth holmes could start a book club and call it reading with my homies that's what i would like to title it elizabeth you can have that one for free <laughs> we won't yeah. trademark that Ding. nope <laughs> you can just have it just have it and use reading it reading with my it could be anything with my homies how about anything. just with my homies mm-hmm. with my homies does she go by that though uh well i know like her, when scary. she was still on top of her uh ceo thing that she was doing that was her little fan group they were called homies yeah Barf. i know you mean with all the old white dudes i don't know what they, they were homies. called <laughs> uh, ew yeah i don't get it that was a weird weird dynamic it going sure on was. but uh yeah if you have any requests please email us at old dirty benches at gmail.com uh we would love to hear any suggestions that you might have we don't know about yeah something that you would like us to review as far as a movie or a crime please send us an email we will be on the lookout for more interviews in the future because we've gotten a lot of positive feedback that uh, our fans have liked the last couple episodes again if you would like to have some coffee talk and call (laughs) our phone line that number is 253-459 3021. Shout out to Richard. Crime does not pay. All right. <laughs> I just want to mention that. We've gotten a lot of feedback on that as well. Gladys, would you like to say anything else? No, I think I'm good. Good this episode? No yeah. PSAs? You know, no. Nothing's okay. springing to mind. I should start writing notes again so that I can <laughs> drop these kernels of wisdom <laughs> as need be. Well, the listeners would Happy graduation it. to all who are graduating. Yeah, 2023 that? graduates. It's Congratulations. The Tis the season. It is. Have a good time on us. We'll catch you on the next episode. Make good choices. Yes. Bye, Dirty Benches. <laughs> Bye.